New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Well, what is going on, friends? Nick Person here, teaching pastor at New Vision, and we are getting into the last leg of this journey through Exodus. It has been an amazing ride. We have seen that the Lord uh, really draws us out to draw us in, and we have seen that through the last really 34 chapters of Exodus. And we're going to continue to see God reveal himself. God continue to invite us in so he really can draw us out of what is less than into what is best. And so today... I'm going to be reading Exodus chapter 35, verses 1 through 19. If you joined us um, last time we were doing the podcast, you saw that Moses' face was radiant from reflecting the glory of a king. And uh, I think this is really an opportunity for us to say, you know what, we get to reflect the king as well. May our faces shine with unveiled faces, as Paul refers to. So I love that last scripture we read in Exodus 34. But today we're going to be in Exodus 35. I'm going to read it in its entirety, and then I'm going to give you a couple of thoughts that stick out to me, and hopefully it will help you better navigate your day. And so Exodus chapter 35, verses 1 through 19, and I'm going to be reading out of the CSB version, which is my go-to when I'm reading by myself. It's a Tony Evans study Bible. He's my hero, so um, I I really, really have been enjoying this translation. It kind of feels like if ESV and NIV had a baby, it would be the CSB. That might be weird, but that's kind of what I feel like. But anyways, let's go to it. Moses assembled the entire Israelite community and said to them, These are the things that the Lord has commanded you to do. For six days work is to be done, but on the seventh day you are to have a holy day, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. Anyone who does work on it must be executed. Do not light a fire in any of your homes on the Sabbath day. Then Moses said to the entire Israelite community, This is what the Lord has commanded. Take up an offering among you for the Lord. Let everyone whose heart is willing bring this at the, as the Lord's offering. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, fine linen and goat hair, ram skins dyed red and fine leather, a wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing of and for the fragrant incense, and onyx with gemstones to mount on the ephod and breastplate. Let all the skilled artisans among you come and make everything that the Lord has commanded. The tabernacle, its tin and its covering, its clasp and supports, its crossbars, its pillars, bases, the ark with its poles, the mercy seat and the curtain for the screen, the table with its poles, all its utensils and the bread of presence, the lampstand for the light with its utensils and lamps as well as the oil for the light. The altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, the entryway screen for the entrance to the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offerings with its bronze gate, its poles and all its utensils, the basin with its stands, the hangings of the courtyard, its post and base and the screen for the gate of the courtyard. The tent pegs for the tabernacle and the tent bags for the courtyard, along with their ropes and the specially woven garments for ministering in the sanctuary, the holy garments for the priest Aaron and the garments for his sons to serve as priests. 
So that says a lot. And you might be wondering, why so many details about the tabernacle? Well, we'll get to that. But God has been establishing his very detailed, ornate plan for building this tabernacle because God is an architect. He, he, he has a plan in order to bring about what is best. And we see that in everything he does. But even in chapter 35, beginning that verse number two, when it's talking about the Sabbath, it says this, for six days work is to be done. But on the seventh day, you are to have a holy day, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. What I love about this is even before Exodus, even in the beginning of the narrative of Scripture in Genesis, we see God establishing a Sabbath, a day of rest. For six days, he did the work. And on the seventh day, he rested. And he invites his creation to do the same. And in some strong language, even the second part of verse 2 says, anyone who does work, on it must be executed. God takes rest seriously. Why? Because it gives us an opportunity to rest and sit with the king and be reminded of what is true. In this world, there are so many things that are vying for our attention, are vying for really um, who we are and our identity. But God says, hey, let's have a day together where you can be reminded of what's true and so that you can sit in front of me so that you can better reflect me. Speaking of reflecting the glory of God where Moses had to put a veil, let us sit on, in front of the king on the Sabbath day of rest and be able to reflect him well. Verse number five, I love too. It says, take up an offering among you for the Lord. Let everyone whose heart is willing bring this as the Lord's offering. And then it goes into a list of all the things that are needed for the tabernacle and for all the things in the tabernacle. Now, here's the thing I love. This is an invitation. See, God doesn't necessarily need our help. Let me say that again to you. God doesn't need your help, but he does invite you into what he is doing. And so Moses says, hey, anyone who feels led, whose heart is willing, bring this as the Lord's offering. I am inviting you to take part in what I am doing. And of course, there were people that participated because why wouldn't they want to partake in what God was doing? And God still gives us this invitation. He gives a, he gives us the invitation to accept um you know, walking with him and to give our gifts, our talents and our treasure and, and to surrender that to him so that we can continue to be a part of what he is doing. And then verses 10 through 19, as it talks about all the parts, all the different things to this tabernacle. As I was reading that, it reminded me of the church. There are so many different parts and body parts of the church, of the bride, and we all have a part to play. So as I'm reading about the hooks and the poles and the screen entrance, I'm thinking, man, this is this is reminding me of the nature of the body of Christ that has so many different parts and every part is key and important. You are a part of that bride and that body. You are. And you might sit there and go, Nick, I don't think I have a part to play. And I would strongly say to you that you were wrong. You were not created on an accident and you definitely have a part to play in the kingdom of God. And you have been invited to steward your gifts, your talents, your treasures to be a part of that. Are you willing? Today, as you walk throughout your day, you have to ask yourself this question, am I stewarding my gifts and my talents for the kingdom and to be a vital part of the bride? Because God has given you gifts and talents that he wants to use for his glory and for your good. Are you willing to surrender that? Because you have been invited to be a part of that. I pray today for us that we are able to use our gifts and our talents and, we will sur and that we would surrender them to the king. Um, because here's the deal. 
Everything the king touches multiplies. It is better in his hands than in my own. And it has taken some hard lessons for me to learn that, but I have found that to be true. Anyways, I hope you will continue to walk with us as we are taking our final steps through the book of Exodus. Know that you have a God who is for you, who is with you, and who has your back. And know we love you and we're for you as well. And we look forward to talking to you soon. And we'll see you back here on this journey. Bye, everybody. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.